Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. When a rando human is recovered from an alien shipwreck, a custody battle ensues. Will Picard convince the orphaned human to rejoin his people, or will he choose the aliens who have raised him for the past 11 years? From October 13th, 1990, it's Season 4, Episode 4, Suddenly Human, or Jeremiah was a human, Talarian he couldn't be. He broke his arm, he broke his ribs, he hurt his head, but it seems alright to me. <laughs> Singing, he ain't your dad, only one you had. He ain't your father, though he seems to be. Check your genealogy. <laughs> Remarkable. Um, I'm Cam. That's Dan. And I don't know what to follow that with, so I'm just going to do the thing that he did. Wow, this is going <laughs> to sound like garbage. <laughs> Review on iTunes. <laughs> I like it, but it's a lot of yelling. <laughs> I don't... They seem to really like each other and really hate each other. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's kind of like how they feel about Star Trek. <laughs> I mean... I love Star Trek and I hate Star Trek. <laughs> I love it all the time. All the fucking time. Um, I love it. <laughs> all the time. Um... And a lot of random singing and show tune references. What is even happening? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Cameron, so <laughs> so much contemplating what it means to be human. And, and being a teenager and... <laughs> teenage rebellion. And... And daddy issues. And, I mean, captain issues. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and sexism. Mm -hmm. And the fucking patriarchy. And just so much it's happening. It's funny how they keep... They keep encountering, um, you know, misogynist other, you know, alien civilizations. Yeah. So they could all be like, what? Sexism? We don't have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, calm down, okay? You still had the scene where, where Beverly and Troy were doing aerobics together. So just... <laughs> Don't pat yourself on the back too hard, Star Trek. It's true. Okay? If it had been Deanna and Worf in the same outfits, it would have been fine, but it wasn't. It would have been... Now I'm just imagining <laughs> a, a Klingon bulge, and I just don't know what to do with that information. Bulges. <laughs> Still the same moose knuckle, just more defined. Well, that's, that's, like a, that's, that's like two full hooves. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron. Oi. <laughs> Tell me what happened in this episode. Okay. Here's the thing. On Stardate 44143.7, the Enterprise responds to a distress call from a Talarian vessel. They rescue five teenage crew members, four Talarian, and one <gasps> surprise human. Dun, dun, dun. What? Named Jono. Played by Chad Allen. Woo. Jono thinks so. So the Federation and the Talarian are... At peace, but it is a difficult peace. I should say that before I continue. 
Jono keeps to himself but shows strict obedience to Captain Picard, which, together with some unexplained past injuries, lead Dr. Crusher to suggest that Jono may have been physically abused. It is determined that Jono is actually Jeremiah Rosa, a long-lost Federation citizen. His grandmother is an admiral. And he was orphaned ten years ago when his parents were killed in a skirmish with the very Talarians that adopted him. When Captain Picard introduces the topic of Jono's human family, Jono becomes angry. After a persistent effort by Picard, Jono's memories of the attack begin to return, and a friendship develops between Jono and Wesley Crusher. Sort of. Oi. <laughs> Cream pies and all. A Talarian ship arrives. Its captain, Endar, asks for the status on his son, who apparently is Jono. Ten years ago, Endar claimed Jono after Jono's parents were killed. This is part of the Talarian custom of adopting children of slain enemies to replace their own children who have died in battle. Which is really something. Endar explains Jono's injuries as products of a boy trying to impress his father by participating in high-risk activities. Picard seems satisfied, yeesh, and observes that Endar seems to care for Jono. Picard allows Endar to see Jono, but when Jono says he wants to stay with Endar, Picard suspects the boy is afraid to say he wants to stay with the Federation. Endar insists that Jono will come back to him, even if the result is war between the Tlarians and the Federation. Because... Stuff. Returning to his vessel, Endar calls for reinforcements, as Picard decides to try to convince Jono to stay. After Jono receives a message from his grandmother, Picard takes the boy to play a form of racquetball, where Jono breaks down and cries. The crew believes they are making progress with the boy, but that night, Jono stabs Captain Picard. <laughs> In the sternum. <laughs> Apparently he's not very good at the... Maybe the, maybe the anatomy's different, I don't know. Who, who can say? It's a result of the sternum stabbing. The wound is minder. The, the wound is minor. The wound is minder <laughs> than the sword. The wound is minder. There's a t-shirt for you. The wound is minder. The wound oh, is minder. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful place in Germany. The wound is minder. <laughs> oh, the wound is minder festival. Oh, I it's love the wound is minder festival. <laughs> It's where we all bare knuckle box and said we eat raw sausage. <laughs> all of our vague are lederhosen. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Anywho. The problem of where Jono should live is now compounded as Jono has committed a crime. When Picard learns that Jono feels he cannot betray Endar by befriending Picard, the captain realizes he has been trying to impose his wishes on the boy. Just as Endar's patience is about to run out, Picard contacts the Talarians and lets them know he will let Jono go back. Jono bids Picard a farewell with a Talarian ritual that is normally reserved for family members. And so... Ands! Suddenly human. I realize I missed an opportunity to call this one Child Protective Services <laughs> in Spain. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. What a what an episode, Dan. We have no, so much happening. <laughs> we have standard stuff, you know. Drama, homoeroticism, mm -hmm. just your your standard needlessly complicated future ga versions of sports we already have <laughs> absolutely because <laughs> i i love how they think that we're just gonna up the ante on existing games the history of sports thus far has shown that that's not 
really the case. Like, sports are stubbornly traditional. Mm-hmm. Sports are reluctant to change. Yes. So I, I find it hilarious that they're like, well, surely in 300 years, things will be different. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Most of our modern sports get balls are the same since, they've, since they were invented. All of them, yeah. you know. <laughs> the sports that I participate in. I just want. I just really want an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where they play basketball and somebody takes a six-point shot or something. <laughs> They're like, "Well, as you know, in 2026, uh, they added the six-point line for the to make it fair for I don't know those aliens with super long arms. I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's the half-court mark. Yeah, if you make it from the half-court beyond that, it's six points. Yeah, totally. Which I could get on board with. That makes sense to me. Especially since I'm an expert on all of the sports balls. On, on, <laughs> on sport, sports ball. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you completely. Like, golf has been the same for 2,000 years. Bowling has been the same for 1,000 years. We haven't really innovated much. And I mean, basketball, football are both 100 years old-ish, around about there. And tennis, you know... Tennis hasn't been the same since Andre Agassi retired. But other than that. See, you said names and they mean nothing to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was like my one tennis pull. <laughs> pull! The only thing I know about tennis is from Wii Sports. Thank you very much. <laughs> the only thing I know about tennis is it's like, it's like ping pong with, a, with, a, with like really big, big ball. And big ball and big, big athletes who are just really going to town. Yeah. Making what amazing, a, what a big racket energy. Why are we talking about <laughs> sports? What did you love about this episode? I don't know. Oh, I actually, I really loved the guest work. I thought that. <laughs> I thought you said guest work at first, and I was like, "Yeah, I was really in the dark about a lot of things too." <laughs> I loved the guest work. Yeah, the guest work. I um I thought Chad Allen did a great job as Jono. I found him very compelling. Same, even though he has the worst name in history. Chad Allen? Yeah, oof. it's true. It's It yeah. breaks all the rules. Oh, yeah, Chad Allen. That's that's a name that gets a hashtag to trend, <laughs> and not for a good reason. Oh, yeah, you're right. You are absolutely correct. I enjoyed the fairly realistic portrayal of PTSD. I thought the storyline was fascinating. I enjoyed learning about the Tolarian people. Um, I think it's fascinating. They really don't look that different from humans. They must be. They're the same as you and me, <laughs> They must be running low on makeup budget because of the next episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, special effects budget because of the next episode. And I meant what you knew. I meant what you knew. I also love the twist. Gets me every time. Just all of a sudden, Jono is stabbing Captain Picard. And we're like, I know. whoa! <laughs> yeah. I also love awkward dad Picard. He's my favorite Picard. <laughs> yep. So I, that's uh, why we're talking about sports because right, <laughs> the awkward dad energy. <laughs> Such awkward dad energy. I just kept it, expected him to show up in like some white Fila tennis shoes and jean shorts with a braided leather belt and a polo and be like, you're ready to go to the park? <laughs> we have to pick things up for your mother on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's school? <laughs> uh, have you been getting your oil changed regularly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know you don't have to do it at their recommended mileage. It's good for at least five or six thousand. Don't, don't every, you know, don't, don't rush back in. That's how they get you. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Awkward. He's pic- not wrong. Awkward See, Picard a lot of dad advice. Uh, dad advice is good advice most of the time. It's just, it's about the delivery. <laughs> Can you hang up a shelf properly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that that's... That's not level number one! <laughs> Captain, the computer put it up. <laughs> I don't trust the damn computer. Knows everything about me. Always in for business, snooping. Uh, <laughs> Everyone looks around at the spaceship around them. like What? what? <laughs> I don't want people on the internet knowing things about me. <laughs> Oi. Okay. Well, I mean, that pretty much sums up my list, Awkward Dad Energy. What did you love, Dan? I really loved seeing a a legitimately angsty teen, not a Wesley angsty teen. Because, <laughs> like, Wesley angsty teen is like, gee, guys, I don't know energy. It's, like, very bland after school special. This kid's like, fuck you. I want to listen to my music. And you can't tell me how to sleep. I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. Oh, and I'm going to stab you in the fucking chest. That's a rebellious team. That is I'm a rebellious like, Don't team. Don't give me this lukewarm, like, I'm just smarter than the other kids. Oh, man. Wesley, they're just intimidated by you because you're so mature. It's like, no, no, that's not, that's not a thing. Okay. Um, I appreciated having a little representation for the shitty teenagers like myself. This put me right back in high school listening to, you know, a little Three Doors Down, a little Good Charlotte, you know. That was rebellious was music, Dan? No, no, no. I was it, None of it was rebellious, but just Audio Slave and just things that weren't Rodgers and Hammerstein was pretty rebellious in my house, but... <laughs> Listening to that real loud and just being angry all the time for no reason. Well, some reasons, but yeah. And then sneaking out of the house to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it put me right back in that headspace. Did you have a signature scream like he did? I did scream a lot in the car and um, definitely have some rage issues that I've since worked out. I, I have about one good rage every five years. I had my most recent one two days ago. Ah, uh, remarkable. <laughs> Screamed at my sister at the top of my lungs. Yeah. Did it work? Yay. It was... No, she didn't fuck off and die, even though I told her to. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Rude. Um, Humanity no, is worthless. I also, I, I enjoyed uh, seeing child soldiers, essentially. That sounds super fucking weird, but, you know, the, they're training these kids I love like Spartan Spartan mythology. I say mythology because we've kind of done a lot of myth building around the Spartans, not really effectively telling their actual story. They're not as badass as you think. Um, <laughs> but they were. As- but also, you know, Worf's subtle correction of Jono's internalized misogyny was was a nice moment that I enjoyed. Absolutely, I, I love awkward Picard. Like. Dad energy, date energy, like uh, anytime Picard's like, ah, yes, non-military interactions. I can do those. (laughs) Hello, family. Ah, it is I. 
normal person, <coughs> Jean-Luc Picard, just off-duty, just... Uh, I gotta <laughs> put on my braided belt, <laughs> my jean shorts, and my feel-up shoes. Oversized Ralph Lauren polo, but don't worry, I got it on sale in a three-pack. <laughs> I'm not paying your full price. I actually think he, uh, he might be boat shoes. Boat shoes, Picard. Oh, he's he's a boat shoes dad, hundred <laughs> percent. Like if it ain't snowshoes, it's boat shoes. He's gonna wear those until it's fall, and then he's like. Ah, it's a little chilly out. I'm going to switch to those hiking boots. <laughs> but I better re-waterproof them. <laughs> Thousand percent of boat shoes, Dad. My dad is a Rockport's boat shoes, Dad. <laughs> Getting that same energy. I don't know how to handle how upset you are, teenager. Let's go do sport. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shall we sport? Uh, we shall sport. <laughs> yeah, Old no. Sport. It, the the complicated nature of the relationships between fathers and sons is always fertile ground for anyone, especially as you look at an adoption story like this and the cultural implications. Like, there's there's a lot to mine there, and they they dig into the culture stuff a lot, but the oh, but I have loyalty to my adoptive father and I feel like that's being called into question thing was just a little bit at the end. And I wish we'd spent more time of like, no, this my like, I didn't need the misdirect of, oh my God, this kid's been horribly abused. I needed him to be telling wonderful stories about his dad, about how much he loved him and was trying to impress him and everything. I understand the dramatic tension and the stakes and a little bit of mystery helps with storytelling it doesn't make it bad but i just would have liked a little more you know i I like it when kids say nice shit about their dads i know it's not often but i like when i hear it (laughs) dadding is hard dadding is hard dadding is hard especially being you know obviously our generation's gonna be perfect at it but well i don't have to worry about it so Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. This carry on humanity. <laughs> but it wasn't all awkward Picard dad energy, was it, Cameron? Definitely was not, Dan. There were some things that were just woof. Cameron, what just what just, you know, I don't know. Racketed your ball. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say racketed my ball? I guess. Yeah, that, that sounds a lot more fun than what I mean in context. So what really, I don't know, crashed your ship and killed all of your crew members? <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, not all of them. Plenty of them. Um. Well, there were lots of things, Dan. Uh, <laughs> there was, I I enjoyed the cultural patriarchal stuff that like Worf shutting him down and saying stop it <laughs> you're being an asshole i enjoyed all of that but like the fact that picard was just like no hey after getting after talking to his adopted dad for 5 minutes was like no he seems like a stand up guy and just dismisses all of the abuse allegations really made me uncomfortable i don't think you've watched clone high have you 
Yeah, I've watched Clone High. Okay. Well, you know, in the Homecoming episode where the teams, um, <laughs> their fucking mascot is actually a real thing. And I think his name is Blushy. But the sound he makes reminded me a lot of the sound this little shit makes. I do remember that. Yeah. Real annoying shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I appreciate what they were going for. And, like, it's, I love, it's moving and beautiful that a group would have a way to collectively mourn together that is guttural and visceral. But that just didn't turn out very well. Yeah. But that was basically it. The abuse allegations being brushed off because dudes and the execution of the morning ritual. What did you hate, Dan? I also hated that Picard was like, just going to blow past the child abuse. Be like, oh, he's, there comes his dad. He's basically a cop from where they're from. I'm sure he would never hurt him. <laughs> yeah. And nobody and everyone else just kind of silently going. Do you see the fuck? flag it is so big and brightly red <laughs> i had issue with how quickly that got blown by and how nobody brought it up again they were just like well the captain thinks it's fine so if the captain thinks it's fine it's okay that's the thing is like sometimes they're really good about crew descent and the crew calling picard out on something or questioning something in the next episode we will see a lot of slack being cut for other people and Picard listening but not nobody nobody was like hey remember when I said he was probably abused earlier and then you were like nah I still mean it he was probably abused hard most definitely uh yeah uh additionally the scene in 10 forward with the banana splits just pass that's the worst wesley i'm like don't don't give me wesley trying to have fun i hate wesley trying to have fun (laughs) he's so fucking lame he's also got the awkward dad energy nobody is eating banana splits now i eat banana splits now how often do you have a banana whenever i feel like it you bitch no no, no. (laughs) just just a numbers game how many banana splits do you have in a year two probably okay yeah they're a special occasion food. It's like Chicago deep dish pizza. I'm kidding. I hate Chicago deep dish pizza. The worst. Why would you do that when you can have New York? Exactly. <laughs> Chicago dogs, New York pizza, period. <laughs> so the cream pie didn't do it. I mean, the, uh, the cream. I mean, I enjoyed the implication, <laughs> but it didn't. Yeah. Ah, a pie in the face. I'm like, oh my. It was, it was, a, it was a little naughty, but it wasn't. It was more than a little naughty. Ah, it was real naughty. It was real naughty. It was, it was some, it was some, it was getting smutty. Straight up smut. Like, mm-hmm. like Slash Factor, at I least. Slash Factor, like four. Yeah. I would say five. There's something happening. Oh, Cameron, did you watch the episode after this? Because I think you've skewed your whole <laughs> Slash Factor. <laughs> Next one is the most I have been dying for some slash and we got never mind. Never mind. Just wait for it. Guys, <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Next episode. But this one was fine. I just I Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I thought that the yelling was dumb as well. Uh the family photo is so <laughs> dumb and so bad. 
It just looks, uh, it's just like awkward 80s Sears family portrait. I'm like, oh, Starfleet, no. <laughs> Kmart smiles. Kmart smiles all around. Yeah. Not great. Not great. I did like Picard talking about how he basically skipped his childhood. He was just like, I decided I was going to fly rocket ships, and then I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I thought about. <laughs> What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Are you saying that's not healthy? <laughs> Everyone else was going to parties and getting drunk because I grew up in wine country in France. <laughs> Everyone was fucking in the vineyards. Oh, there's Picard studying his manuals. Getting drunk, mind you. He had to do something to deal with Mama's alcoholism, but... Uh... Mm. <laughs> raging, raging. And she just drank because Papa beat her, so... <laughs> Jesus. Chateau Picard. It's a place of nightmares. <clears throat> it sounds like we're talking Chateau de Miller. <laughs> <laughs> My dad never beat me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Everything's fine. You can quote me on that. And I will. <sighs> I guess there's not much else to say. Should we quote it? Yeah, it's fine. It's just not. Yeah, let's let's quote it. Ever since I was a child, I've always known exactly what I wanted to do. Be a member of Starfleet. Nothing else mattered to me. Virtually my entire youth was spent in pursuit of that goal. In fact, I probably skipped my childhood altogether. I fail to understand why you find this amusing. Access your databanks under humor, subheading, slapstick. Comedy stressing farce and horseplay. Ah, this no doubt is a variation on the pie in the face. Now do you see why it's funny? No, sir, but I will take your word for it. This is very amusing. It's because Spooge is always amusing. Hilarious. Did you notice the callback? <laughs> From last episode, Riker telling Data to access his memory banks with subheading. Is that, I don't think it's a callback if it happens in the episode right after it. I think that that's like a writing error. <laughs> Just like, hey, we did this thing previously. I don't know. Fill in a few more seconds with it. I don't fucking <laughs> care. Ugh, fine. You know, Captain, almost no one is born being a good parent. Most people just have to muddle through and do the very best they can. Are you saying that's what I'm going to have to do? Yes. And you might be surprised at just how good you can be. Well, Jono, what do you think of these humans? They look like me. What I want to know is why. You seemed so happy just a few hours ago. I was. But then I thought about my father. I felt I had betrayed him. I'd be throwing away all that he'd given me, all that I'd learned from him. My home, running along the river, playing in the game, sharing victory with my brothers. All the things that are a part of my life. As I grew closer and closer to you, I knew that meant leaving more and more of that life behind. Forgive me, Captain, but I could not allow myself to do that. Have you ever been a father, Picard? Have you ever had a son desperately trying to win your approval, your respect? Jono broke his ribs riding on a stallion. Six hooves, a very powerful beast. The arm in a contest with the other youths. He endured the pain and won the competition. One day, he will be a great warrior. 
See how quickly he dismisses it with like, oh, well, this thing happened. And then he goes, the arm uh, in, in a contest. <laughs> There's like this long pause. Clearly, this guy is abusing his son. Clearly. Are you saying that you're willing to go to war over this boy? Would you not for your only son? Well, I don't have one. Thanks for bringing that <laughs> up. There was a crime committed on board this ship, but it was not Jono's. It was mine. When we found Jono, it seemed so clear what had to be done. We knew that if we could only persuade him to make the decision to stay, then you would most likely let him. So, with the best of intentions, we tried to convince him, and in so doing, we thoroughly failed to listen to his feelings, to his needs. That was the crime, and it has taken a huge toll on a strong and a very noble young man, and it must be rectified. He will return home to the only home he's ever known. And to the father that he loves. To you and I. I don't like this place. We could find some other quarters. I've always lived with my captain, who is my father. There, I fucking fixed it for you. <laughs> ah, yes, well, that wouldn't work, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did they leave those three words out? I don't know. Cameron. Yes, Dan. How many stabbed Picards would you give this episode? <laughs> How many facials would you give it, Dan? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would give it three and a half stabbed Picards. Yeah, I'd give it a three. It's fine. Stabbed in the sternum. <laughs> ah, owie. <laughs> oh, my sternum. I told you about the girl that I grew up with in my high school who was convinced that her sternum was called a scrotum, and so she would always go, oh, my scrotum. <laughs> this is why Trump won Wyoming. You're absolutely right. Well, we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. And that just leaves one last thing to do. That's very true. That's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. And for Dan to say, keep on trekking. Ow. You magnificent bastards. Oh, Cameron, we're back in it. Back in the habit. Ugh. Jono broke his ribs riding on a on a stayin stayin I don't remember I don't fucking remember how that Why are you calling him a stayin? They clearly be going <laughs> Would this be an awkward time to tell you Courtney's pregnant? <gasps> She's not <sighs> I was already in oh. my calendar blocking off nine months so I could fucking be there <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm so happy. But it wasn't so all. upset. <laughs> okay, wow. I'm, okay, I'll let you have a moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue.
Yeah, I don't get to just tell people willy-nilly if that does happen. That's going to have to be the both of us together and be like, hey. Hey, guess what? <laughs> we totally did it. Finally. We've been married for seven years. <laughs> we finally did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll ask you what you what you didn't like whenever you're done texting. I'm not texting. I'm looking. I'm trying to prepare for a joke because you're supposed to be transitioning. Cameron, don't rush me, okay? <laughs> I'd like to just vamp for a minute. All right. A Secret Weapon Production.